Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Monday, March 14th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land. Not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11 and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land. Not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph, there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is twenty minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Bred Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Zav, and it means command. Leviticus 6, 14-30 This is the offering that Aaron and his sons shall offer to Hashem on the occasion of his anointment a tenth of an ephah of choice flour as a regular meal offering, half of it in the morning and half of it in the evening, shall be prepared with oil on a griddle. You shall bring it well soaked and offer it as a meal offering of baked slices of pleasing odor to Hashem. And so shall the Kohen, anointed from among his sons to succeed him, prepare it. It is Hashem's, a law for all time, to be turned entirely into smoke. So too... Every meal offering of a Kohen shall be a whole offering. It shall not be eaten. Hashem spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons thus. This is the ritual of the sin offering. The sin offering shall be slaughtered before Hashem at the spot where the burnt offering is slaughtered. It is most holy. The Kohen who offers it as a sin offering shall eat of it. It shall be eaten in the sacred precinct in the enclosure of the tent of meeting. Anything that touches its flesh shall become holy, and if any of its blood is spattered upon a garment, you shall wash the bespattered part in the sacred precinct. An earthen vessel in which it was boiled shall be broken. If it was boiled in a copper vessel, the vessel shall be scoured and rinsed with water. 
Only the males in the priestly line may eat of it. It is most holy. But no sin offering may be eaten from which any blood is brought into the tent of meeting for expiation in the sanctuary. Any such shall be consumed in fire. Luke 1, 26-56 And in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Hail, you are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this could be. And the angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you shall conceive in your womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Yeshua. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give to him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary to the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit shall come upon you, and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. Therefore also the holy thing which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. And behold, your cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who is called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. And Mary arose in those days, and went into the hill country with haste, into a city of Judah, and entered into the house of Zacharias, and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spoke out with a loud voice, and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of your salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul does magnify the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty has done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He has shed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed, Forever. And Mary abode with her about three months, and then returned to her own house. Psalm 57 
1 to 11. Be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you. Yes, in the shadow of your wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. I will cry unto God Most High, unto God that performs all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. Selah. God shall send forth his mercy and his trust. My soul is among lions, and I lie even among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have dug a pit before me into the midst whereof they are fallen themselves. Selah. My heart is fixed, O God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Awake up, my glory, awake, psaltery and harp. I myself will awake early. I will praise you, O Lord, among the people. I will sing unto you among the nations, for your mercy is great to the heavens, and your truth unto the clouds. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens, Let your glory be above all the earth. Purim this year occurs at sundown on Wednesday, March the 16th, and is all day Thursday, March 17th. And Purim comes from the book of Esther. And... I'd like you to enjoy this message, special message, coming from the land of Israel, Jeremy Gimpel, and the topic is very timely and very relevant. Here's the topic. Will Iran experience revolution this Purim? Enjoy this special 10-minute message as we come into Purim. If we live in rhythm with the biblical holidays and the Torah portion of the week. If you're living in the rhythm of the Bible, then the holiday that's upon us right now is Purim. So right away, you should take your eyes away from Russia and put them for a minute toward Persia, because that's actually what's really happening, towards Iran. Iran is ancient Persia. And lo and behold, there's this man who rose up in Iran and he wants to destroy every Jew in Israel from woman to child in one day. It's literally like a quote out of the Bible. And President Joe Biden has shifted away from Trump's um, kind of hard line against them. And Iran is the world's largest sponsor of terror. And right now, America is considering providing sanctions relief to Iran. That means that President Biden will be releasing $50 billion immediately to Iran, and then another $10 billion a year through oil and gas. And all of this while they are producing nuclear warheads. Wow. (laughs) Okay, there's like some skirmish happening between Russia and the Ukraine, but I just want you to know that Iran with nuclear bombs is a bigger threat to the free world than what's happening in the Ukraine now but no one is talking about that now. Our attention has been totally shifted to another topic. And this Persian leader with this death wish for Israel, and they chant, first the Saturday people, 
then the Sunday people, first Israel, and then America. And what's happening, you're never going to hear this in the Western media. And that's why I want to share it with you today on the fellowship. I want to introduce to you um, Dr. Mordechai Kedar, and he is one of the world's experts in the Arab Islamic world. He served for 25 years in the IDF military intelligence, where he specialized in Islamic groups, political discourse, the Arab countries, the Arabic press and mass media. He speaks several dialects of Arabic, English and Hebrew, and he's one of the most respected voices in Israel concerning the Arab world today. I want you to watch what he's saying is happening in Iran right now, because Iran, we know so little because none of us speak Farsi, and we don't know really what's happening on that side of the world. The press doesn't really talk about it, but the situation in Iran is not simple. But it seems that the very last holiday of the Bible, where God's name is not mentioned, is somewhat of a blueprint for us to know that when God cannot be seen, keep your eyes back on Persia, because that's where the final redemption may come from. And so this is just a short video that we got permission to use from Dr. Mordechai Kedar, and it's in English, so you can understand a little bit more about what might just happen in Iran, and it's not all bad. Ladies and gentlemen, people talk about the Iranian people or the Iranian nation. Well, I have news for those. There is no Iranian nation. There is no one group which defines itself as Iranian nation. There are Iranian citizens, definitely, the citizens of the state of Iran, but ethnically, there is no Iranian nation. What, what, so what is there? There are many ethnic groups which live in Iran. Persians, who are not even half of the population, less than half of the population of Iran, and they are the hegemonic group of uh, Iran. But there are many others. There are Balochi people who are not Persians. Iranians, yes, but they are not Persians. They live in the southeast of uh, Iran. Uh, there are Azeris, uh, more or less the brothers of the people of Azerbaijan, which once was part of the Soviet Union, but today it is an independent country since, since uh, 30 years. There are Kurds. Uh, who are the continuation of the Kurds of Iraq, Syria, and uh, Turkey. There are Turkmens, uh, who are the continuation of Turkmenistan, which also was once part of the Soviet Union, and today it's an independent country, yet the brothers who are under Iranian rule are in Iran, but they are Turkmens. And there are Arabs who live in the Ahwaz district of Iran, uh, which is overlooking the Persian Gulf from north and, and east. And by the way, all the, or most of the uh, oil and the gas which the Iranians own are coming from under the feet of those Arabs who live in this district of Ahwaz. And there are many more Kashkais and Luris and Caspians and Mazandaranis and Giliakis and many more uh, groups which I believe uh, many of you have never heard about. Uh, recently, uh, people from the minorities of Iran, which actually are more than half, altogether are more, more than half of the population, today they, they started to demand freedom. Means they want to depart 
from the Iranian state. They want independence, just like what happened with the Soviet Union, as you know, which was fragmented to 15 countries, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, Armenia, uh, Azerbaijan, okay, all these uh, uh, ethnic states which emerged from the ruins of the Soviet Union. The same thing, uh, or Yugoslavia, which was also fragmented to some states, Serbia, Croatia, Montenegro, and so forth. They want, I mean, those minorities in Iran today want the same thing, that Iran will be divided to ethnic states, and each and every one of these minorities wants independence and freedom, and to establish its own state uh, uh, within the borders of their district. And this is a new thing, and actually the representatives or leaders of these minorities uh, decided to start a rebellion against the country, not against only the, the regime, the Mullah regime. They want to be departed from the, from the whole country. They want to start their rebellion in March 16, 2022. Means some uh, 90 something days from today. And, uh, and now they are organizing the rebellion because they are more than sure, or they hope, that if all of them will rebel, rebel against the, the state in one day, they will succeed to topple the state and to fragment the Iranian state to ethnic states which will be independent. Ladies and gentlemen, whoever supports freedom, human rights, because they are oppressed, heavily oppressed by the Persians, they are hung up with cranes in the streets, they are impoverished, they are uh, 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 oppressed heavily by the central regime of the Persians, and they want independence because of the oppression. Whoever supports human rights, political freedoms, should support those ethnic groups in Iran who want to depart from the state and to establish their own ethnic states. Please support them. They need the world's support against the Mullah regime, which wants to continue to, to oppress them as they do for many years. Thank you so much. And 16th of March, wait to this date. Okay. So what I want to point out, just for those that are paying attention, because Dr. Kedar said this, I don't know, three months ago, the 16th of March is Purim. That is when the holiday falls out. Now, he didn't explain, because he had a much longer video in Hebrew, that the 16th of March just so happens to be a national holiday in Iran that's roots are in the Zoroastrian um, idolatrous religion that worships the fire on that day. And everyone goes out into the streets and lights bonfires. As they do in Israel on Lagba Omer, it's kind of like a national holiday where everyone is in the streets making fires. And so they said, that will be a great day for everyone's firing it up. That's going to be the day that all of these ethnic groups that are the majority of the people in Iran are going to rise up and try to overthrow the Iranian regime. Now, imagine what's happening here. All of this is happening right now. 
Russia and the Ukraine, and then slowly but surely there's this Iran deal that doesn't really make the headlines as much, that's literally going to create Iran as a nuclear superpower that will threaten the very existence of Israel. They say it quite clearly, as soon as they have nuclear bombs, they're just going to press the button and try to destroy Israel immediately. And if it causes a world war, that's the theology that they believe in. They believe that they were sent to usher in the final war that will bring in their Messiah. <laughs> and so they're just waiting for this to happen. And if you're like in Israel's position, you're like, whoa, what's happening now? Our government is not really doing much because Prime Minister Netanyahu is no longer at the helm. The world is obsessed right now with Corona and now with Russia and the Ukraine. And now Biden is taking away the sanctions from Iran, giving them $50 billion. They're going to have a nuclear bomb soon. And then who knows, in one moment, the world could flip upside down on March 16th in something that the world doesn't even know about because what's happening on social media and these different Arab dialects, we could never read. If we didn't have Dr. Mordechai Kedar, we would never even have known about it. Now, what could really happen here is that in one moment, Russia in Hebrew, the word Russia literally means evil. That's kind of interesting that, I mean, this communist reality that sort of destroyed millions of people. Many, many more people were killed by Stalin than killed by Hitler. And in two doses, Russia and Iran may just come down at the end of this shaking up that's happening here. And so get ready because the world is going to get interesting. Vish Mareka Yah Adonai Anavilaka Vikuneka Yisa Adonai the ironic blessing from numbers chapter 6 24 to 26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.